Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm delighted to say we have Durav here, who's an international SEO specialist and founder of Perfect Digitalis. How are you doing? I'm good, Tom. Thanks for having me on the show. And I'm excited to have a chat on the same. Durav, it's an absolute pleasure. Can you start off by telling our audience a little bit about yourself and your career to date, please? Yeah, perfect, perfect. So um, I'm actually the founder and CEO of a digital marketing agency called Perfect Digitals. And we actually specialize in a service called international SEO, um, as Tom just uh, rightly said, right? And I mean, we do have other offerings. We have SEO content and social media as well. But our, uh, our USP, I would say, is in international SEO. So just a quick brief uh, you know, description and background about myself. Um, so I've been from you know, a business background uh, throughout my, you know, I would say, life as well, because I, I hail from a business family. And um, I did my bachelor's in business, followed by I did a master's in digital marketing from Trinity, actually, um, in Dublin. And from there on, I started working in um, a family business company, which, which is called Brahmam International. I was looking after the marketing side of it. Um, so that's that's uh, particularly a translation and localization company. Uh, and we've been doing uh, this business for the past 22 years now, right? And uh, I was actually just handling the marketing side of it, right, uh, from digital. And, you know, uh, it was actually interesting because um, COVID actually taught us a lot of things at that time, you know, because pre-COVID, our business was more dependent on, I would say, physical events and exhibitions and that kind of stuff. But, you know, uh, in COVID, actually, when I, when I came into the picture, our major task was to, you know, get ourselves digital as well as start getting business from digital and that had to be on a quicker you know uh, we couldn't wait for you know two three years to get that rolling because of you know covid had changed everything drastically so we started to do that you know we started uh, building our digital presence if i say from a strategic level and now i would say um, you know we did we got stabilized in COVID, and this year you know we've uh, we've, we've had some good uh, in terms of revenue and our presence and so this, so this year, I also ventured out into my own firm um, of Perfect Digitals, right, uh, in international SEO. And I would say the concept of international SEO um, came in through this my uh, through, through my masters, and I would say the the business I was involved in, right. So first and foremost, international SEO is basically you know uh, we help brands um, reaching out to non-English speaking markets. So this is a brief uh, background of myself. That's fascinating. And, and that's exactly what I was going to ask, ask you around. So it's clear your main strength is in SEO with your your approach in international SEO. But my question would be, how do you adapt for different countries? And, and is language a big part of you adapting to different markets? 
Yeah, um, that's actually, I was going to come to that point, uh, Tom. So um, I would say first we have to look at, you know, how the idea of international SEO originated, right? So it's as simple as, you know, when I went into Trinity, I saw, uh, you know, because generally what uh, people have a perception is that, you know, there are people who speak different languages, obviously, but uh, people are a bit unaware generally of, the amount of searching and amount of you know people content consumption people do in their own native language right so when i went into trinity i had you know people from all over the world i had you know people from latin america from japan from china from southeast asia myself from india you know, and they all had their uh, devices and everything searching was in you know their local language which was you know the first surprise to me which you know a lot of us didn't actually know you know that used to happen and uh, the second thing that transitioned into is uh, when I started working for the business, I got to know how big and you humongous the language industry is, right? And from there on, uh, I got the idea of you know getting into international SEO. So uh, now, particularly talking about how we target, yes, there are uh, different ways of targeting and different you know um, ways of entering into the market. And we've worked some with some clients, you know, who um, wanted to, let's say, you know, there was a client, uh, they were in medical tech domain, I would say, and they wanted to, you know, get into the Portuguese market as well as the German market. But they were, they did not have an idea that, you know, localization and, you know, of marketing of the digital presence is as um, important. I mean, they did know it, but, you know, you know what I mean? They, they had that in the back of their mind, but it was not something in focus. But um, that is something where, where we came in, you know, we had to uh, implement some technical stuff on their backend, some, um, I would say, their content, social media content, their blog content, their HREF line flang, um, their HREF, you know, uh, tags and all that different stuff. So yes, it depends on market to market how, you know, um, what is actually the demand in that local language, what is actually, you know, uh, what kind of things are people searching in that market? Like, I'll ask you a technical question now, because <clears throat> sometimes it seems to be a bit of a preference question. Would you rather, when you're looking at international SEO, at the end of a URL having your unique country codes, or would you rather sub different subdomains of a website or different URLs in general uh, for different countries around the world? Is that how you would really enhance a an international company's traffic? Yeah, so there are uh, two or three ways basically how we can do it. One is like you just said, you know, having a different domain, let's say, you know, there's perfectdigitals.ie.eu.de.fr, you can have those kind of things. But sometimes what happens is that becomes a bit more, um, I would say a bit more expensive site for the company to maintain. And then you have to maintain two different, you know, uh, authority of the websites of you know, a completely different domain. Uh, a lot of our clients do prefer going into a subdirectory or a subdomain. So something like, you know, uh, fr.perfectdigitals.com or, you know, perfectdigitals.com slash fr, something like that. Because what, you know, and a lot of them have been um, going with the, you know, let's say perfectdigitals.com slash fr domain kind of stuff. Why? Because it helps to uh, maintain the authority of the main root uh, domain as well. And we have seen some performance, like we've seen uh, the difference 
between the, when using these two different URLs. And we have, I mean, till till date, I would say we have been more successful when uh, we've implemented the slash fr kind of domains. And tell me, can you give me an example of you making a client's work or something really successful using international SEO? Yeah. So like I, like I was saying about the client uh, who wanted to enter the Portuguese and the German market, right? And um, they, they're actually um, into, they were actually particularly into medical tech kind of stuff or communication and, you know, uh, they, had a, they had an online portal. And uh, um, in European markets, their first target was uh, Germany. And we we had to completely, you know, first of all, translate their website, which is like one of the most crucial things. And obviously the keyword targeting. Uh, now, SEM Rush, I would say, has come up with a new um, testing. I think it's still in the beta phase in which what happens is we search for, let's say, you know, medical equipments and you can select the target language in there and it gives you localized search volume keywords, which is actually a very fascinating uh, concept that they've introduced. So, you know, we, we kind of use that stuff and we kind of use the targeting um, keywords with that. Obviously, we have, uh, uh, you need uh, language localized SEO vendors as well, who we work with. And through that, we started um, pushing ads through content, through social media, you know, uh, everything. Obviously, after a proper market analysis and the search was done, and they we had actually we're still working with them, and they uh, they 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 started getting traffic from those I would say countries. It, it started to begin, but we're still you know on the way of um, reaching as popular they want to be as in uh, Ireland. And where where do you find your source for new information? Is there anywhere where you really go to to learn how to stay up to date with the latest international SEO? Um, yeah, actually, since since this is actually you know I would say a gray area for a lot of when we used to work with uh, our language service providers or you know uh, big companies as well, and we used to get some work for international SEO as well. Even they were a bit more in the gray area, you know how things work. So yes, I think there is. Uh, we we do um, do a lot of you know online stuff. We do online you know uh, research as well. But I would say there are a lot of uh, language specialist SEO vendors, right? You have German, you have Arabic, you have uh, French SEO you know vendors who actually know the market how it works, right? And yeah. it's 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 actually you know um, you have to find the right people here. And uh, I would say we do have some right people uh, who we've actually find out and, you know, interacted with who help us to give the information of what actually is going on in the market, how the market is reacting for their local, you know, content and all that stuff. So this is, these are, I would say, some of the different sources that we get um, the information from. But, you know, as, as you know, as we know, you know, it's, it's a never ending thing, you know, they're learning and getting information, you can get it from anywhere. There are different sources, but I would definitely say this is a growing field and information is yet to be you know, educated more about it. On this show, we have listeners that might be novices to SEO, and then we obviously have some really advanced level SEOs listening to the show. So if you could package up two different softwares and methods for someone that's new to SEO that might need to do something at a low level on their site, and then what you're looking at at a higher level for advanced SEO listeners, 
Um, could you present one of both, please? Yeah, perfect. So first, I think we need to understand what is actually the end goal that the company wants to reach, right? Is it is it just uh, brand awareness? Is it lead generation? What what do you want out of SEO? And that's I think where most of the companies are, um, you know, they they beg to differ and um, they have different opinions on it. I would say, you know, because until and unless we know what where we are headed, you're just going out in blind, right? Um, for a basic right uh, SEO, I would say first is the uh, on-page optimization, your technical SEO aspects come into place, your um, unused JavaScripts, your mixed content issues, all these kind of stuff, firstly, I think needs to be addressed. Why? Because until and unless the basic stuff is cleared by Google, your, you know, your basic as low as a robot.txt file, sitemap files, and, you know, some basic ground level stuff needs to be done for, you know, starting level stuff. And um, we, I would say I or our agency personally, we depend heavily on SEMrush for our end-to-end -end, um, uh, SEO basically you know, uh, needs basically uh, when it comes to digital marketing. And when it comes to high level, you know, when it, uh, to answer your other question, in, when it comes to advanced level stuff, I would say, um, I mean, we know that Google keeps on changing its algorithm from time to time, but I would say uh, it is very much dependent on you know how you're how you're being linked and how we how you're being seen in the market, right? If you're getting authority and good links from you know um, high authority websites, or I would say you know uh, uh, you 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 have you have links from you know relevant websites and high authority websites, it does give you and and this is I'm saying with experience we've seen with our clients wherein we have got some um, good links from outreach programs from high authority and they've seen an increase in their traffic as well as their um, ultimately their leads and you know and secondly I would say is the quality of content that you keep pushing out um, you know because uh, in our previous company I would say we used to push out we started with pushing six to eight blogs I would say uh, in a month but then we segregated down because our you know goals change and aims change. But that did work for us. Our linking and you know our blog content really you know helped us to speed up our process in a, in a short not short duration but in a relatively you know, shorter duration as compared to an SEO. Like to focus on yourself for a second. Is there any areas you're looking to upskill into? Maybe within this SEO realm, is there any areas you're focusing on? Um, at the moment, we are actually mainly focusing on uh, international SEO. Why? Because a lot of brands and a lot of companies also need to be educated about this stuff, I would say, right? Because multilingual or uh, international SEO is a term that is still coming up. But when, when um, you know, clients actually hear what it actually means, you know, then, then they realize, you know, oh, that's what you meant. So that kind of stuff. So I think uh, we're still focusing more on the international SEO part um, to educate people more about it, to putting out more content about it, you know, what it actually means in layman's term, in easy term, you know. Um, it, it's as simple as if you want to go to, let's say, the Latin American region, if you want to promote your products there, or if you want to go to the Southeast Asian region, you know, these are the activities you need to do apart from the regular digital marketing activities. And looking at the digital industry as a whole, is there anything that you think is really interesting innovation-wise that might be happening in the space? 
Um, I think I think it's um, inter- first interesting is I would say the content marketing part of it. It's the 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 funny thing I find here sometimes is sometimes it it's also happening that uh, as we're seeing there are a lot of AI generated content, right? There are a lot of AI generated softwares. The funny thing I like about these things is the content is being generated for the AI and is also being read by the AI. So let's say Google is the only one that's reading that sometimes the content to, for you to rank it up higher. You know, that is that is one area I find it a bit um, that's, you know, you know how that's working. And the second thing is um, uh, in the same international SEO workspace that the knowledge of it, you know, uh, even if there even if there is more to do it, like more education that's required, still people are becoming more and more aware of how uh, people understand about products and services in a better way when it's explained to them in their own language. Love it. And um, just to end the show, Tarab, I always ask the last question, which is if you could bottle up one personality trait that you have yourself that you could pass on to others, what would it be? I would definitely say it's perseverance because um, like I told you, we've been the uh, we've been always in the business side of things, not in the job side of things. It's very important to have perseverance in our industry, perseverance and focus and uh, goal oriented. I mean, yeah, definitely people are uh, people have perseverance and focus, but I would say uh, that is a personality that I possess. Um, because until and unless you have perseverance, you cannot, you know, it's difficult to do a business. That's it. Tarav, if anyone wants to reach out to you, how can they find you? Um, you can reach out to us on our website, which is perfectdigitals.ie. And you can even reach out to me on my email ID, which is dhruvmathur at perfectdigitals.ie. Fantastic. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Tarav, for being on the show. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. It was a pleasure.